You're listening to the Movie Bong podcast. If you like talking about movies, why not join our Facebook group? Simply search Movie Bong Collective on Facebook today. You fucking dick. Welcome to episode 12 of Movie Bong. We're, we're here at episode 12, Mike. Wow. How are you finding episode 12 so far? Well, it's only been on for like two seconds. I know, but <laughs> do, you, do you feel it's going to be like a, a good one? Well, what's the, uh, what's, the old, uh, what's the old genre this week? We're doing sports movies this week. What? Sports movies? Yeah, sports movies. Us two skinny ginger, definitely never played for the first team motherfuckers, are going to tell the world about sports movies this week. Yes, um, two people, well, I I don't know how much you know about sports. I was going to say two people who know nothing about sport (laughs) talking about sports. I know of sport. I haven't heard of sport. I know bits and bobs. Got to see some um, some good films. What did you know? We watch. We watched. Let's start with the Great White Hype, which is a boxing movie from the nineties. Uh, it's got Samuel Jackson in it and the Wayne Brothers, and it's, it's quite interesting, like 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 a spoof of nineties uh, boxing culture. Yeah, it was always an interesting one. It uh, used to be on TV when I was a kid, but now it just sort of disappeared. But it was sort of satire of. Um, Don King and and his involvement in boxing at that time and the big spectacle that boxing was and the sort of satire um, and some funny stuff from really good performers in it. Um, Samuel Jackson, John Lovitz, uh, Peter Berg and then early Jamie Foxx sort of being very funny. I really enjoyed it. What One thing that really impressed me about it was it actually felt quite tight. It it didn't feel like uh, Damon Wayans was running away with it. I don't know. He, he feel he, he's very consistent throughout the film, and it's it's genuinely funny. It's not sort of like nineties humor that's dated badly. It's it's actually a pretty slick film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a sort of ensemble character piece. Uh, lots of um, great actors pop up. Jeff Goldblum. It was always fun. I thought, and um, it is genuinely sort of. A funny comedy to to check out if you're into sort of boxing movies. I suppose it's sort um, of like like wrongly forgotten, isn't it? Yeah, what? yeah. And boxing satires. It's really, uh, it is generally funny. Speaking of boxing movies, we also watched uh, Creed Two, uh, which which I thoroughly enjoyed. Which is part of the Creed franchise, not the Rocky franchise. Well, they are the, both a part of all the same franchise. So it's a big. Whole franchise. Right, I'm just going to clean up all of the words that Mike has just <laughs> l- allowed to leave his face. Um, it's a Rocky movie. Creed yeah. is a Rocky movie. There but are it's two a Creed, Creed movie. There are two Creed movies, but they're a part of the Rocky franchise. But they're not Rocky movies. Yeah, they are. They're Creed movies. 
You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but uh, this is the one with the return of Dolph Lundgren. Uh, and which Rocky movie was he in? He was in four. He was in Rocky Four. Yeah. Um, Russian killing machine. Mm-hmm. And he returns in this movie in Creed Two as the coach, uh, or, or is it is, is it his son? Is it is yes. it the two? It's both. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's his son, and then it's Creed's son, and then it's. Well, it's Rocky. not Creed's son. It is. It's Apollo Creed's son. Creed. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. <laughs> um, it's a great, it's a great film. I don't know if it's good as the first. It is fantastic seeing Dolph Lundgren, sort of back. I'm a big fan of the Creed movies. Now, I don't think this one does uh, match up to the first one, which was directed by Ryan Coogler, who did Black Panther. And I think it is like like I knew as soon as I heard he wasn't directing it, and it was going to be. Uh, another lesser-known director. I kind of knew that it wasn't going to be up to the same quality of the first movie. But it's still an enjoyable film, and there are rumours there's going to be a Creed 3, and I'm very much looking forward to that, although I do kind of hope that, and this might this might piss off a lot of people, but I kind of hope Rocky dies in the next one, because, like, how long? Whoa, whoa, how, whoa. How long can they keep him around? Whoa. Come on, do the Rocky <sighs> funeral movie. Uh... It'd kill. <laughs> And just and just keep Creed as a nice tight trilogy, uh, and then let's let's move and on. Who be at the funeral? Everyone, Dolph. Um, I think Clubber Lang's like son or daughter or someone should be in it. Clubber Lang was Mr. T's right. character in Number Three, Rocky Three. Where is Mr. T these days? I don't know. He's pretty old, and he's got a lot of jewelry. Yeah, on. but like we haven't even seen him out and about. He's like he's like Fidel Castro. We haven't even seen him in twenty years. Like he's out and about in what like. By us, outside our flat. No, I mean, like, in general. You know how, like, you see people on the TV and on yeah. your phone and in your news feed. You haven't seen, like, old Mr. T, have you? And he's been old for about two decades. Well, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I generally I mean, if you're... Do. If you if you have any information on where Mr. T is, <laughs> he's, not, he's not missing. <laughs> well, he might be, mate. I haven't seen him in a while. Like a genuine. Call maybe out. people aren't looking. You're going to panic, people. I'm just saying, maybe 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 we aren't looking, and we should be looking. Ironically, this is the kind of job for the A team. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm I'm worried. So, in fact, Mr. T, <laughs> if you're listening, just gizz a ring, mate. Please, just for a chat. Um, also, uh, and, and sticking in the, the boxing vein, uh, you went to see uh, a movie yourself, <laughs> out and about, like in person. Yes, I did. Um, not like on my own, but I do go to films on my own. There's nothing weird about it, right? I went to, um, with some friends, to a screening of uh, The Fight, which was a new, very low-budget independent film by Jessica Hines, for, who, you know... Is in space. Yes, I loved Daisy in Space, and uh, she was in the royal family, obviously, and she's done a lot of writing and acting since. So this is a British um, movie. Yes, and it's a great little drama. She was there doing a Q and A um, afterwards, and she was brilliant, really warm, and 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 just yeah, gave some really good insight into the film. It was really, really powerful little film. It was. Um, Less a sort of traditional sports film, although she did say that that was her first concept for the film was to be um, a sports film because she went to a boxer's class and then um, saw the sort of ring and then 
started filming it in the place. I think it, it was in Folkestone. It's all set. Mm-hmm. Um, and she used that gym to film in it. And yeah, it's it's it's. What's the um, what's the tone like? Is it very kitchen sink? Is it funny? Is it a bit of both? Yeah, it's it's, it's kitchen sinky, but it's warm. Oh, cool! But it is essentially a film about bullying and carrying pain, and uh, it is quite dark mm. um, about family. It's very very good. It's in. It's nice to hear of a movie like this coming out of Britain as well. Um, it's nice that. British indies uh, doing, you know, social justice movies with a little bit of heart and humour. <laughs> yes. Um, and she was, yeah, as I say, she was absolutely brilliant. She was just there, you know, on her own. She had to run off with the train and uh, she was just, asked a lot of um, questions about how she worked with the community in Folkestone and there's, there's a lot in um, set in an old people's home and stuff. And there's, oh, cool. Um, uh, just a lot of great heart to it and a really uh, a good story as well. Um, now, you watched earlier, and in fact, in fact, we've both seen this film and wanted to mention it in the podcast, and I think now's a good time because we're talking about, about British movies. Uh, we love Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle's bloody brilliant. Uh, it's a great film. Um, it's, you, you know, it sort of harks back to those sort of like nice... Uh, British movies of the 90s that I grew up with, you know, your full Monty's, you know, it's sort of got that nice regional humour to it. Yes, because I remember Eddie the Eagle when I was a a kid on TV a lot. It was a a sort of presence in my life, (laughs) like uh, I always found quite amusing. I always, Um, like, I remember him from like, he'd feature on top 100 TV show things, like like clips of the 80s, and then Alex Zane would be sat there going (laughs) like, oh, do you remember Eddie the Eagle? Oh, look at my tight pants. Um, He'd um, be on Question of Sport or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, it's a great little film, and they twist the, uh, you know, the history a bit. But um, we should say it's about uh, was he an Olympic skier? Yeah, yeah, a yeah, ski yeah, yeah. jumper. Yeah, yeah, we should say. Yeah. And uh, they really didn't want him to do it. He was a bit of possibly an embarrassment at the time. And uh, but then he became a sort of hero. And um, because he sort of went against the odds, and people didn't think he was good enough to um, be a skier. And then he, and then the the. British had never had a team of that particular type of skiing. Before. Well, it's I don't it, know. It's pretty much yeah. a white call runnings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like but it's, it's true. a real and it's yeah, it's and it's a true story. True. But like the Hugh Jackman character was a sort of amalgamation or like a mix of two characters, possibly. He, but he's a good sort of. He's very good in this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm yeah, not always a fan, but he's very good in this. He's a good addition. It's all also worth mentioning, uh, like, Taron Egerton uh, stars in this, and he does a fantastic job. He's been in Kingsman. Um, he's going to be in Rocketman coming out soon. And I think he's a really solid lead. Yes. I never saw Robin Hood. No. Uh, well, I mean, who, who would want to? <laughs> Just why did they do that? Mm. Makes me sad. <laughs> anyway, sports. <laughs> hey, archery is a sport. It is. We could have done archery movies. Do you know any other archery movies apart from Robin Hood? Hannah. 
Is, would that be an archery film? It's not like they, they do an archery contest in <laughs> She definitely shoots a lot of people with a bow and arrow. Yeah, but can you know, then so does Hawkeye in, you know. Moving on to our final review of this week, uh, Goon. We watched Goon. We did, and um, I'd never seen it. I'd always sort of pass it off as a little uh, Sean William Scott comedy that wasn't worth watching. I don't know. I don't know. Sean William Scott, who is Stifler from American Pie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he's good. And this was always, it always seemed like a bit of a straight-to-DVD or straight-to-video type. Yeah. you know, cash in after American Pie. But we were really pleasantly surprised. It was a really strong sports film that was actually funny in parts and really violent, which I think actually <laughs> elevated it into into quite a unique movie. It was, because it was sort of a sweet, gentle comedy and then really rough and had this violent edge. That was just, I mean, it was reminiscent, obviously, of um, a... 70s hockey ice hockey movie Paul Newman called Slapshot uh which is a bit more slightly dated now if you watch it but uh, this is uh it was really good there was something about it there was genuine good hockey action sports action in mm-hmm. it and um he was generally good he's been doing some good indie films actually he did a film directed and uh, written by Courtney Cox which was called Just Before I Go which was a film, a comedy about suicide, which was, um, uh, but that's that, that's not bad. Um, check that out. But he was good in this as a sort of, he went into hockey purely just could just could he could take a beating and give out a beating. I think Sean William Scott is due a bit of a comeback. Yes. I, f- I feel like fans of American Pie, like I grew up and American Pie was a big movie of my you know, puberty, I would say, you know, my early, early teens. And I think now's the exact right time because people around my age are sort of approaching 30 and I think he's got a lot of uh, credit in the bank with people around my age. And I'd love to see him in some projects. Didn't didn't you say he was in the new Lethal Weapon? He's in the new TV series. He replaced that guy who was Riggs because he got fired... Because he was just a bit crazy, I think, in real <laughs> life. I don't know. And that was Damon Wayans. Obviously, he's in that as well, uh, from The Great White Hype. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he replaced him. I don't know who he's playing. I haven't seen it. I love the Lethal Weapon films, but uh, the series was a bit, yeah, didn't really interest me. But Leave Schreiber, is that how you say it? Yeah, Leave Schreiber's in this. Yeah, and he's good in it. I'm a huge Schreiber fan. He's um, the lead in a TV show called Ray Donovan, which I think is on like season five or six or something. The last couple seasons haven't been that great, but it is a really, really solid TV series. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's consistently pretty decent. He was very good in the TV show Brothers and Sisters. Uh, he's in The Hurricane with Denzel, mm. which is also a sport movie. Ah. Technically, kind of. It's also a prison movie. What sport is it? Boxing. Ah, oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. he's I one of the students that, that helps right, right, Denzel right, get out right, of. Right, right. Talking prison. about prison sports movies, you've got The Longest Yard starring Burt Reynolds, which was then remade as The Longest Yard starring Adam Sandler, which was also remade as <gasps> Mean Machine starring Vinnie Jones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, Jason Statham. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah. I went to school with... Uh, Jason Statham? No. One of Vinnie Jones's kids. What? How many is he up? I don't know. <laughs> one of them, right? What? What? Really? Was he hard? Was he fucking hard? Was he? F- was he fucking hard? He was a child, Mike. Oh right. Oh okay. I remember one day he brought uh, an old key into school. Uh, so like, I don't know where he'd got it from, but it was like a, a key, like, and it was all like a de- It was like a decorative key. Uh, like an old Victorian key that, w- that would open like a big old door in like a Dickens novel. He had a big shiny key and he'd go around the playground and he'd show people and he'd be like, oh, I found this key. And it was like interesting for a second, but then you'd seen the key, hadn't you? I also, uh, and, and last story about uh, Vinnie Jones' son that I also went to school with, um, one time I walked past a tree and I heard someone like crying and I looked sort of like under the tree and, and it was him, he was just crying under a tree. <laughs> I remember that really vividly. This is what, I mean, what? I've got a fucking key. I'm go- <laughs> and then he starts just crying behind the trees. Oh, God. Oh, that's really sad. I mean, he had the key. What did the key open? I don't know. You, you, you brought weird shit into playgrounds as a kid, didn't you? I did. I like toys and shit, but like, did you guys bring like keys and like antiques and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Born in school. <laughs> I was so posh that we brought in antiques just so like, yeah, have a look at my grandfather clock. Just kids towing chaise lunges around the monkey bars. <laughs> we told you not to bring the blunderbuss. <laughs> well, let's get into our sports movie pitches. Sports. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're here doing the pitches now for this episode. I'm looking forward to this week because I think sports movies are a really fun genre. I think it's quite easy to do sports movies well. They should be easy to do, but they often can be quite dull. I mean, um, we, we were res- we were going to research some. What was that Rudy one that we were going to research? We were looking at a couple uh, before <laughs> we decided to watch The Goon this afternoon. Uh, we were looking at either Rudy, which is a very sort of a... It's a 90s aspirational movie about yeah. a young kid who's told he's too small to play for his college football team and he just doesn't give up. Well, he is a hobbit. We should say he's not an actual hobbit. He's played by Sean Austin, who plays a hobbit in Lord of yes. the Rings. Yes. Uh, and it's got John Favreau in, and it's been spoofed a lot. Like, it's mentioned in The Simpsons quite a bit. And uh, it looked very 90s. And I was all for a movie that I could just point and laugh at. I mean, it looked balls. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Baseball. Well, that's what I just said. Like, yeah. I was I was looking forward to watching something <laughs> yeah. that was shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also looked at the trailer for Ed. Yes, another baseball film. We didn't actually watch any baseball films, I don't think. I mean, we have watched baseball films. But Ed is Matt LeBlanc and a special sort of uh, teammate in his baseball team. Yeah, it's he's, he, he plays baseball with a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, a lovable chimpanzee. I'm sure in the trailer... Was he smoking at one point? <laughs> I think he was smoking at one point. I think you are correct. Um, now, I haven't seen Ed, but it is worth saying that I've seen quite a few 
primate sport movies. Uh, I recently watched a trilogy of movies called MVP. And yes, you're right, Mike. That stands for Most Valued Primate. Uh, There's three of these movies. Um, I believe he snowboards in one of them. I think that's Most Extreme Primate. I think that's the third one. He also skateboards in two of them. Is it all the same primate in every one of them? Definitely. The I same, believe so. The same actor. And also, interesting fact, uh, all three movies are directed by... Um, do, you remember, do you remember Tim Allen's sidekick in Home Improvement? What? What was his name? Al? Yeah. <laughs> I think what? his name's Al in real life as well. He, he directs monkey movies now. He directs, yeah, monkey movies, monkey sport movies. It's quite the crossover. What kind of world do I live in now? <laughs> A world with monkey sport movies, mate. Anyway, what's your pitch? My film uh, it will be set in Wales. Lantwood Wells. It's a place that I went uh, on a stag do. Uh, and we went to... It's basically an alternative Olympics, alternative games, right? Okay. And um, we went to do the bog snorkeling event, right? Right. And we were all fancy dress. Uh, we'd been staying in this cabin in Wales for days beforehand, getting completely wasted. Um, and then on the Sunday, we sort of appeared at this charity-like event. I mean, there's lots of people in costume and stuff. It wasn't that like out of place. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we weren't in the best shape. <laughs> and then um i was dressed in full sort of bright orange alcatraz gear um like a jumpsuit like, yeah like yeah prison gear with chains on and stuff but uh, i stupidly wore far too many layers under it um and then i was going at all bog and then y- you had to snorkel through it and swim and then it was <laughs> really long and uh, anyway but they do all these uh, different sports there. Yeah. There's like um, wife carrying and like. Oh, it's uh, one of these yeah, places. Yeah, 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 I bet yeah, there's yeah. a blacking up contest as well. No, no, no. Maybe. No. <laughs> well, that was. There's a lot of mud, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> if it's, you know, purposeful. But I didn't get that vibe. And there wasn't a weird Wicker Man vibe or anything. It was all seemed above board wanted to set a movie um, based around that uh, event, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking that there's um, a guy who's uh, who wants to take part in this in this event in the village uh, and impress his wife and everything. Um, and, um, and there's like some really like hardcore guys that are doing it and, you know, like are taking it seriously and stuff. You know, uh-huh. faces. I'm putting all the enthusiasm into it and, you know, and, um, being dicks. <laughs> and so, but then this guy can't do it or he gets injured or something. And then his brother, who's, um, a washed up sort of, uh, ex Olympic diver, who's um, now a sort of washed-up alcoholic, mm-hmm. played by Jason Statham. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I want Jason Statham... To, I don't know who to play the brother yet, or, or um, what do you think? So his, 
Is it sort of like like his slacker brother yeah, sort of yeah. thing? Yeah, he wants to compete, but then... James he... Corden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not James. People will go see it, mate. Uh, will they? Or will they... People will. Will they jump in a bog? People are awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, people might want to see James Gordon in a bog. <laughs> Let's say Russell Tovey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the vibe we're going for. Um, so you got, <laughs> so you got Russell Tovey. <laughs> I like the idea of Russell Tovey being Jason Statham's brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see yeah, it as well. <laughs> yeah, good call. Um, so yeah, Jason Statham's like sort of this alcoholic diver that he has to do. Well, I mean, we'll make it obviously more intense than it actually is in real life for the film. Um, and and then he has to carry uh, <laughs> he has to carry his wife Rebel Wilson <coughs> uh, <laughs> in the wife carrying contest. You're basically pitching Tough Mud of the movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, kind of, but um, a bit more weirder and alternative. There's a bit where he's you know like having to sail in a bathtub. <laughs> Um, and but we need some sort of plot, some sort of rivalries in there. I don't know. With, with great sports films, you always need a sort of uh, uh, a rivalry going through it, don't you? Um, it's sort of reminding me of the old cliches of like the ski movie. Yes, I just love that sports cliche, and I mean Eddie Eagle has it all, all mm-hmm, the way through, mm-hmm. but it's all the better for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the kind of vibe I'm going for. Well, that's the magic of sports movies: are those plot devices that, that, that so so simple, so easily driven because you can see the the goal it's it's um it's basically most movies are a bit more abstract whereas sports movies really show you exactly what the challenge is exactly what the wants and needs are in black and white um whereas a lot of other movies are a bit more abstract yeah so we've got uh this diver who's 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 in wales i mean we can get you know we can get some colorful characters in there mm-hmm. um you've mm-hmm. got a whole range of cast members you could get we could get what's the what's that woman who's always on uh carrie ad lloyd no but yes she can join in <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> say the one that's uh, always on graham norton maria margaret miriam margaret yes <laughs> you know she'll be in it um alison steadman people like that <laughs> and yep. jason statham who was like and them sort of uh connecting as brothers again sue townsend uh yeah throw him in <laughs> oh in i forgot pub. i forgot to tell you yes uh today earlier today i saw gail in sainsbury's gail off corrie but we saw Audrey from Corrie and we did. So, the other day. Sorry, sorry, this is a bit of a tangent for the listeners. Uh, we live in Salford, Manchester, and we live right next to a big Sainsbury's off of Regent Road. And in that Sainsbury's, I occasionally see the stars of Coronation Street. I see Audrey a lot. She's in there at least twice a week. But I saw Gail in there today. I've never seen Gail in there before. Where, where I work, uh, I've seen uh, Carla from Coronation Street. Carla. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. lovely Carla. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sally. Really? Um, I yeah. I was walking to improv practice the other day and I saw Roy Cropper. <laughs> it's true. Last last Tuesday, I think it was. Roy Cropper in the flesh. Oh. You're not looking well. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. If, Sorry, you, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. If you and Mr. T are both okay, Roy, um, maybe you're together. 
Well, that'd be uh, nice. Yeah, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be beautiful. Let's they, pitch that. They can both be in this film. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, because that's a good thing about sports films as well. And those little sports comedies, you've always got a little, maybe a little sports cameo at the end or from a real sportsman, maybe, or, yeah. or some sort of, I don't know, a few. I mean, we were watching basketball the other day and there's, uh, um, you know, and, uh, and all little cameos and, and, and colourful characters. Do you know who I want to see in your movie? Who? Bear Grylls. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It's a big, big sort of like weird obstacle course full of like... Can he be the villain versus like Jason Statham? <gasps> How funny would that be? Bear Grylls as yeah. like the villain of a comedy film. That would be so <laughs> yeah. funny. I think he'd be able to do it as well. Yeah. Like he's a funny guy. It's good work. Yeah. Jason Statham. Bear, if you're out there. <laughs> versus Bear Grylls Imagine in, if... Lant- in Lantwood Wells in a bog <laughs> uh, just swimming. And uh, uh, carrying each other's wives. I like it. Uh, horse racing, not horse racing. They run against horses, not against. Well, like yeah, they, you'd they lose. Run, they run, yeah, yeah, but it's like how fa- how far one can roll or run. No, I'm thinking of yeah, cheese rolling as well, but they don't do that there. No. What about horse che- rolling? But we could we could combine all that folk sports shit. Yeah, throw horses one, and cheese down a, one, down a yeah. hill. Into one massive folk Olympics where you got people throwing black pudding, chasing, rolling fucking cheese down a hill. Jason Statham's jumping into a bog. Bear Grylls is doing something over there in, I don't know, drinking piss. And what's the end goal here? Well, that's what I need help with, really. Um, well, I mean, I suppose then... I suppose we're competing for a medal. Then we're, we all always always like to compete for a medal. Yeah, I think Russell Tovey should come back and then join in the games and then like help and win and stuff and then win Rebel Wilson, his wife's trust back from maybe doing so. I don't know. There's subplots maybe, that could be there. Maybe there's some sort of like three-legged race at the end and they're partnered up, yeah. uh, but then one of them sort of like breaks their foot and then Russell Tovey's like, well. Oh well, I'll, I'll be the, th- I'll be, I'll run the third legged, three legged race with you, Jason. And then they I'm hobble over out. the the finish line together. This has got quite emotional, actually. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> together, it's a bit like the end of Fat- Run, Fat Boy, Run. Yeah, uh, we didn't mention that. That's a sports movie. Yeah. Um, what about and- love interests? Any love interests in this? Well, we've got Rebel Wilson and Russell Tovey. <laughs> Tovey playing straight again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If he's married to Rebel Wilson, it'll be all right. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's got to be some romantic interest there. There'll be um, a girl that Jason Statham used to... Um, an ex from the village that he comes back to. Could she be played by Jet from Gladiators? Holy shit! Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And she could host the Millennium Barn Dance. Uh, Chris Akabusi should be in this. Yes. He actually should be in this. Loads of sport cameos. Akabusi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Akabusi. Fashionu. Uh, who else? Oh, uh, I think Gascoigne should turn up. Oh, I know, right. So the final race is about to happen and uh, and Statham's sort of like getting warmed up and uh, all of a sudden like Gascoigne appears with, uh, with a fishing rod and some chicken. 
like there to sort of like cheer him on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I mean Vinny could be in this Vinny Jones could be in this totally who would he be though I think he could be sort of like one of Statham's old mates from prison or yeah. something <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and he's a bit too much of a lunatic did Jason Statham go to prison is that what we're deciding well he went off the rails yeah he, he did go off the rails so let's I was say he went to prison saying, for like yeah. drink driving or something or Jason Statham uh, I think is perfect for this role. And he was a diver. He was? Yeah, yeah you're right, actually. Exactly. I, I think this is probably one of your... One of the projects you've made that's like more likely to get off the ground. I think, I think, I think Statham's, Statham's got to be interested in this. Yes, and because I, he hasn't done enough... Like, it'd be nice for him to like, do a nice little homegrown uh, independent film, wouldn't it? Like it, a little sports movie, like Blackball. Um, which is a fantastic little film. I'm a huge fan of Black Ball. It, I would love to see a return of more sort of indie comedies like we had, like 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 that in like the early noughties. Mm. Black Ball's a great film, and I think you're right. I would love to see Jason Statham in some like homegrown indie British comedies. And that's about balls. Yeah, it's about bowls. bowls yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's also it, it's quite an interesting film because it's it's got a strong theme about classism, and it's about um, the rich old people that play bowls, they sort of like have an idea of uh, tradition, which is sort of steeped in snobbery. Uh, and he is sort of like a working class bowls player who just does it for the love of the sport um, and is to them seen as uncouth. But it's actually, you know, he's just from a different background. Yeah. And uh, so it's got quite a quite an interesting message behind it. And it's a very funny film with Johnny Vegas in. Yes, yes. It's uh I'll have to rewatch that. It's it, it was great. Um so yeah, that's it's um bit of bit of country side, bit of you know, lots of lots of bog. This <laughs> is you know fucking sailing and this is a bog heavy sports movie. Yeah. This is uh yeah, your your standard bog movie. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah, so I think that's what I've got. I don't know if, yeah, I mean, I I'm a sucker for the classic sort of sports, um, sort of narrative and ending. I like it when things divert. I really like the bowling movie Farrelly Brothers, uh, the Farrelly Brothers film Kingpin, which is a bit of a wacky comedy, but it's mm-hmm. fantastic, um, sport, uh, fantastic sports film. I think. Do you have anyone in mind to direct your film? Well, um, I well, what? Do you, I don't know. What do you think? A British director, Guy Ritchie? No, um, maybe. Uh, no, actually, I do know. David Swimmer directed Run Fat Boy Run, so David Swimmer shall direct this. <laughs> David Swimmer will direct Bog Swimmer. <laughs> yes, and that's what it'll be called, and it won't be called. Yeah, and it'll be spelt Bog Swimmer. <laughs> Bog Schwimmer. No, to his director, who can also be in it um, <laughs> as uh, his mate that like comes over from LA or something um, to cheer him on. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we're back. Uh, it's my pitch. Uh, mine isn't too dissimilar to yours in that mine is also uh, a British indie sports film. 
Right. They're the best kind, I guess. <laughs> I think tonally our films would be very, very similar. We've yeah. gone down the run, fat boy, run. I'd say like yours is more run, fat boy, run, and mine's a bit more Cuban Fury, the Nick Frost dancing movie. Right. Anyway. Yes. My movie is essentially a reversal on the film Cool Runnings. A classic. And we've kind of already touched upon this earlier in the podcast, talking about Eddie the Eagle and how that was like the white Cool Runnings. In yeah. that, you know, he, he was doing a sport that his country wasn't known for. He was like the first British ski jumper. And, uh, you know, a lot of people told him that he wasn't good enough to do it and he just wants to get to the Olympics. Yeah. Exactly like Cool yeah. Runnings. Um, mine's a, a bit sillier than that. Mine is about Ireland's first limbo team. Oh, I love a bit of Ireland. Oh, so this is an Irish movie. This is an Irish movie. Oh, yes. I love a good Irish film. My... Uh... My, my, yeah, I am Irish, essentially. I'm a bit Irish. You seem a bit more Irish than me. My parents my... are Irish, family are Irish, but I, I've lived sort of here all my life, so... Uh... My grandparents were Irish, but they were, like, well dead before I was about. Shame, really. I would have loved to have met Larry. Larry Redmond. And, uh, I think it was Kathleen? I'm sure the proud of the movie bong podcast oh yeah mate anyway <laughs> okay my movie is about two brothers right okay uh they're like two... mine was yeah i suppose it is <laughs> yeah whoa is this how similar are these <laughs> right keep going one of them's jason statham right uh no that's not true oh. um so my brothers are played by chris o'dowd Right. And John Boyega, Finn from Star Wars. Right. I probably should say that John Boyega was adopted. Okay. So basically, he's grown up in a white Irish family. Right. But in this film, he is, from, he was, he is of Trinidadian descent. Okay. Uh, so he's sort of uh, lived in a white family in a very white country. Um, and he's always struggled with his own cultural identity um so one thing that he has always been drawn to is uh, he's, he's he's a keen dancer and he is he he especially likes uh the trinidadian uh sport of limbo right i mean yeah when you mention limbo you think of people doing it at parties and things but it is a competitive yeah no no it's it's a very competitive sport and like i mean i i, I did a little bit of research for it uh for this film and it's, it's, it's a dead proper thing. Uh, people are dead into it. And it's mental what some people can do. I saw this, uh, this girl. She, uh, she, she limboed underneath a car. Wow. Uh, but limbo's a legitimate thing. And they do do um, sort of limbo competitions all around the world. Uh, little regionals, little things like that. Sounds delightful. So John Boyega wants to start competing in these uh, competitions. But... Because of his sort of um, his identity crisis, which a lot of this film is about, uh, he doesn't feel like he has the confidence to do it. He he um, he sort of has like an imposter syndrome, uh, where he personally feels you know like uh, too white to be black, too black to be white, sort of thing. Um, so he 
lacks the confidence to enter this competition by himself. This is where his brother comes into it. His brother played by Chris O'Dowd, who is sort of like his rock, um, really like, like his best friend in life. Like they've got a really, really strong sibling connection. And his brother sort of gives him the confidence to join this competition by saying that he'd join it with him. You know, sort of like we stick together. Um, and, you know, because that's what the McCool brothers do. They stick together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so they enter this competition. It starts with the regionals, or sorry, it should be um, the, the the British National Tournament. Okay. So, so there's couples from like Northern Ireland, from Scotland, from Wales, from England, and Ireland, right? And they're all competing together uh, to go to the worldwide like sort of finals. Right. And where's that? Uh, that that will be out in either Trinidad or Jamaica. It'll definitely be in the in the Caribbean. Right. Uh, but these ones are just sort of like, I think they'd go over to London uh, yes. to, to compete in these sort of like uh, national finals. Manchester? I, I quite like London. I think they're, I think we could have some funny little established shots of these guys who I think should come from like a rural uh, island sort of background and of them sort of coming to the big smoke. I think, uh, <laughs> I think they'd be... Uh, yeah. There's uh, comedy there. Yeah, yeah. Get, get um, Chris O'Dowd and John Boyega on the London Eye. Oh, hey. God. Oh, having a lovely time. Having a bit of fun. Limbering up before the competition. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, at this national competition, uh, I think there's a lot of room to have some really fun uh, competitors because these would be uh, uh, British competitors. And I, I really like the idea of sort of like an old couple from Kent. Um who in their retirement, who are like a bit UKIP-y, but in their retirement, they've decided just to dedicate their retirement to the art of limbo. <laughs> I love to see it, you know, like uh, like Julie Walters playing a bit of an old racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Ray Winston, they could be like a couple yes. doing a bit of limbo, oh, getting really that. into it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, they get through the national finals. They get sent to the world finals. Um, it's at this point that we sort of find out a little bit more about John Boyega's motives. Okay, basically, um, as a child or a young teen, John Boyega found out who his biological father was. Holy shit. I haven't worked out exactly how, but he basically, he found out that his father was a legendary Trinidadian limbo artist. Probably found a letter or some sort of... Or old footage, yeah, newspaper yeah. clippings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Chris O'Dowd found something out and he didn't know what to tell him. Or, I Ooh, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. And basically, it turns out the real reason he wants to compete in this limbo competition is because that he knows that his dad um, is going to be sort of like wheeled out at like a, a Hall of Fame ceremony at this world final. And uh, his dad is going to be the person that puts the medals on the three winners of the competition. Oh. And uh, so he goes to this world final to meet his father and compete in this limbo competition, um, along with his brother, Chris O'Dowd. Uh, when they get there, obviously, they're a little bit... They're even more a fish out of water. You know, like they, they couldn't believe uh, the hustle and bustle of London, but uh, the world of the Caribbean is like a completely <laughs> different world to them. You know, Chris O'Dowd gets sunburnt very quickly. Well, yeah, yeah, as would I. Which would affect his limbo skills, I, well, I think. 
I was going to add possibly one of them, maybe Chris or or, or maybe John. I don't know. Uh, maybe one of them could have some sort of back problem or some sort of mm. um, spinal injury or something that there's got to be some sort of you know some sort of drama there, some sort of thing, yeah. some sort of threat. Yeah, no, definitely. And one thing that I thought would uh, help shake this movie up a little bit is John Boyega meets a love interest at these uh, limbo finals. Just so happens it turns out to be another competitor, yeah, who uh, a rival, if you will, who is um, representing Barbados, who is played by Tessa Thompson. Right, yes. And the, the wonderful Tessa Thompson. Yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. She's in uh, the new Men in Black film that's coming out soon, isn't she? And she obviously plays Valkyrie in yes. uh, Marvel. And um, yeah, so she's sort of like the love interest. I think the way this movie goes is I don't think John Boyega gets gold. I think this is about being happy with your lot. I think he, he might get silver or bronze at a push. Um, I think Tessa Thompson wins the whole competition outright. Um, but the real goal and achievement for John Boyega is to finally meet his dad and they connect and they have a moment together and huh. and it's quite nice, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that would be quite a, like a nice yeah. emotional climax. And if it's like Cool Runnings, you're going to have the sort of comedy with John Candy was like the coach or... And there was, you know, I mean... Yes, I completely forgot, actually. Thank ah. you for reminding me. Uh, yeah, of course. Now, in Cool Runnings, we've got John Candy, who plays this uh, white um, ex-bobsled champion, a disgraced uh, former bobsled champion. Yes. Um, in my movie, I was going to have Idris Elba play uh, an alcoholic former limbo player. Very much like Hugh Jackman and Eddie the Eagle as well. Yeah. Um yeah, so this would be who was this? Idris. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, he. I could totally see. I Idris. could totally see it, and it's it's a nice little comedy um, film. It does seem like he's going for these roles at the moment with that shitty Netflix thing he did about the <laughs> DJ. Um, but I, I think this is totally something that he could do, yeah. and it'd be a nice, easy little job for him. Yeah, like that. He likes hanging out, you know. Just uh, great. Yeah. Uh, I can see it. Oh, I haven't even told you the name of this movie. Holy shit. Is it better than my one? What was that? Bog Swimmer. Yeah, I think I think we can comfortably say it's better than Bog Swimmer. Oh. Now, keen-eyed listeners or keen-eared listeners uh, may have heard that I dropped the last name of Chris O'Dowd and John Boyega in this movie. Like They, they are the McCool brothers. Oh. And this movie will be called McCool Runnings. <laughs> right. Um, right. I, I just think of the movie One Night at McCool's starring Michael Douglas and Liv Tyler. But it's, it's fine. It's a great film. Because um, I, I was sort of... Cause it, it's got muck, so I'm sort of like making it Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see... We can all see what you've done. It's cheap, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think um, people would like it. McCool Runnings. But you don't want to connect it too much to Cool Runnings. Yeah, you do. do. You? Yeah. I want to sell this film, mate. I yeah. want people in the seats. Why don't we just do... Why haven't they done a reboot or a remake of Cool well, Runnings? We were talking about this the other day. I think it's uh, I think it's an obvious choice. Yeah. Easy to fuck up, though. Yeah. 
and Disney are doing nothing but fuck up their yeah. <laughs> live action movies recently. They'll probably make them white. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my film. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I can see that totally. Interesting that we both made sort of strong uh, films about family um, and sport. Yeah, they're both both uh, about um, brotherly relationships. But I think the greatest sports films probably are like that, a lot of them. Mm, Raging Bull. Um, yeah, Rocky, Basketball, Friends. <laughs> I really <laughs> like not, The Fighter. Yeah, not the, not the TV series Friends. I mean, they're friends in the film. The Fighter, yeah. Um, Warriors. Good boxing movie. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, w- The Warrior. Is I it? thought it was Warriors. Warriors is the gang movie. Where in, oh yeah, you're around. right. Yeah, what, yeah. But like, Warriors. I thought it was still plural because it's about Tom Hardy and uh, Joel Edgerton. No, it's just called Warrior. Oh, is it? Which Fair disappointingly enough. isn't a biopic about the Gladiator Warrior um, from ITV Gladiators. I would like to end this podcast by saying the Warrior is a fantastic movie, or just Warrior, whatever the fuck it's called, with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. <laughs> Again, it, yeah, that's a good. Um, it's very good. Yeah, really good little sports movie. Um, action-packed and it uh, you know it, it is slightly formal formulaic in places but um it's yeah the best sports movies have got like real simple plots and this is definitely one of them they're, they're simple but effective well i think that's us done for sports movies this week um if you have an idea of what theme or genre you'd like us to do on this podcast send us a tweet um or join movie bond collective on facebook um, either way, you know, send us a message. Let us know how you're doing, especially yeah. if you are Mr. T. But, you know, let's watch a sports movie then. Goon 2. We're going to watch Goon 2. Yes. Let's watch Goon 2. Let's watch Goon 2. Right, fuck off. We're going to watch Goon 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>